0: You are locked on nfl your daily nfl podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day hi again everyone he's tony wiggins i'm james erpine and welcome in to a wednesday edition of Locked On NFL. We have a ton to get to from the disaster that is Urban Meyer. I can't believe the quotes I'm seeing in your neck of the woods, Tony. So we will get into that. But first, we got to start with team building and a quote that stood out to you, Tony. But before we do that, today's show brought to you by On Location. On Location is the official hospitality partner of the NFL. It's the only place to score a -a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package Visit onlocationexp.com slash SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location. And, Tony, um, like I said, your Jags, well, they will not be in the Super Bowl. But a team that could be is the Rams. And the Rams, specifically Cooper Cup, had a quote that stood out to you this week.
1: It did. He When he was describing uh, a post game on the field, what he saw – on the uh i thought it was a skinny post but it wasn't it was sort of a a, a, a kind of a crossing route um or a drag route where he turned it into a touchdown and he gave the explanation and um quincy avery the quarterback guru jokingly said if don't argue with people about football if they can't understand what he just said and it wasn't really a shot at people who didn't understand what he said it was more about if you're an educated football person don't yeah. get in arguments with people who can't understand that because you're arguing with people that obviously don't understand the football to the depth that you do so mm-hmm. what it reminded me of along with the description given by dan orlovsky about that play on, on social media esp dan orlovsky and with the end of game scenario on monday where uh the uh, the, the the Patriots defensive back came off of his man and watched Josh Allen and then batted the ball down in zero coverage. It makes you understand just how smart good football teams are, just how well-coached good football teams are, and when you cover a bad team like Jacksonville and all you do and people that's not on YouTube can't see me, but I'm standing with my palms out, after every completion, you got three guys looking at the coach and the quarterback with their palms out like this. and the quarterback gesturing that you didn't do something right or do something wrong. Go back and listen to that explanation and understand this. Every team throughout history, when they had a franchise quarterback, had guys that they were catching the ball that talked like Cooper cup multiple. Think about Reggie Wayne. You hear Peyton Manning on this broadcast, him and his brother sound so smart and so brilliant. Right? So just yep. think about Reggie Wayne and, and uh, Marvin Harrison, right? In the huddle with Peyton, talking ball yep. this is why good teams are good think about west welker and randy moss yep. talking ball with tom Br- this is why good teams are so good so when you're when you have a team that's a bad team just realize how far you have to go when you think about the fact that other teams are are, are, are uh, they're basically talking that way that's how they're communicating and mm-hmm. bad teams are communicating with gestures It just goes so far to show you how important team building is, how important coaching behind the scenes is, the level of intelligence guys have to have before they get on the field. And it's just not just vanilla, just get a quarterback and surround him with everybody else and get out of the way approach that everybody takes.
0: Yeah, and as you were describing that, you know what I thought of? And I, I remember when this happened, I thought he was going to go off. I thought he was going to resurrect his career and continue to build his Hall of Fame case. But I'm in Cincinnati, so I know Chad Johnson. Everyone knows Chad Johnson, Chad Cinco, And he gets traded to the New England Patriots. And it's this huge, huge story, this huge, huge deal. And guess what? He had 216 yards of one touchdown.
1: It and he work. admitted it. And he admitted Why? why?
0: Because he couldn't get the playbook down to the level that it needed to be down to the, the T run every route perfectly for Tom Brady. And if you can't do that, then you're not going to fit. It doesn't matter how talented you are. So that to your point is what you're talking about. Antonio Brown, by the way, can do it when he's healthy. Mike Evans can do it. Chris Godwin, a lot of the guys that Tom Brady's played with over the years, but guess who can't or didn't rather Chad Johnson. And that's why he was there for one year. And guess what? Replaced by Brandon Lloyd.
1: Right. And and it's not a knock on him because he had learned how to do things one way his whole life. And it's also not a knock on uh, Reggie Wayne, who went in at the end of his career and Reggie Wayne was like, screw this. And he left Uh, because, you know, I don't know if it was because of the mental aspect of it. It may have been a, a, a total aspect, but it just goes to show you, man, that we sometimes look at bad teams. And we think about the talent and we just go well they got this guy we got this guy they got this guy we got this guy what we don't what we actually take for granted is the continuity of the coaching staffs the level of of teaching that has to go on when you look at these staffs everybody wants a coach that's rah-rah and yells at you with spit coming out of his mouth but the level of teaching and understanding that has gone on. I'll give you another example of a team that's really, really good coming down the stretch and they're going to be the team that I probably switch up for. You know, I'm a switch out artist now. But mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year, right here in Jacksonville, I saw the Packers under Joe Barry in their very first game. And I saw their defense and I'm thinking like they miss Mike Pitton. This ain't it. But what I really saw was a team in its first game under a new coach probably trying to figure it out i saw them doing lab work on the field and when you see them doing lab work sometimes it looks terrible because they're trying to get to a result without their best player in jair alexander look at green bay's defense now the learning the communication the um the cohesiveness and all of the work that has gone on those guys all look like they're joined by some sort of bungee cord where you go here i go here and they're playing that way and they're doing it against good teams i think we take it for granted as fans and not only as fans as people in the media sometimes that when we look at what a good team really is cooper cups uh definition and and the rams have been losing games but the way but the way that he spoke about what he saw it reminds you that this game is way above A lot of our uh, understanding and this game is bigger than just having names on paper
0: for sure no doubt about that and that's the thing that the rams trying to figure out a bit after they add a a couple big names von miller odell beckham jr they beat the jacksonville jaguars what was it 37-7 it was a, a, a blowout it was ridiculous and well let's go to the league's basement because the jaguars might not be the worst team in the nfl but it feels like they're the most dysfunctional, at least right now. And uh, I'm gonna get, you, we're gonna get your opinion because you're right there in Jacksonville, so it's great. Let's check in our our weekly urban check. Maybe we need to have one of those, which is ridiculous because I thought he'd be more buttoned up than he is. But we'll get to that in just a second. But first, I gotta say Super Bowl 56 is at SoFi. It's less than 100 days away. And on location, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is the only place to score a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Select your exact seats. Choose from elite experiences featuring an exclusive pregame celebration with NFL Legends, five-star Los Angeles hotels, and food by the great Wolfgang Puck. Visit On Location slash SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location. That's on location exp.com slash sb 56 Search Super Bowl on location
1: and betonline.ag is where you need to go for all of your wagering this season and every season. 2021 is coming to an end, but guess what is not coming to an end? Football season is not ending, basketball season is just getting started. There's been boxing and UFC just about every single weekend for you to take advantage of, and you can do it now because of a bold new interface. On the website on your mobile device or on your laptop all you got to do is go sign up today and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus when you use the promo code locked on Bet online is the best place the only place the leading place for you to go for all of your wagering needs make sure you take advantage of the 50% welcome bonus by using the promo code locked on that's right the promo code is locked on to take advantage of that 50% bonus bet online That's the place for you to be. That's where I go and you need to go to. All right, man, bringing it back in here with James Rapine and myself, Tony Wiggins here on a Wednesday. We were just talking about the Rams and how Mm -hmm. they hadn't been winning lately with all of the new additions. Uh, I know the the average man would go, Wig, you just explained why the Rams are so good because of Cooper Cup, but why they've been losing on defense. Because when you put teams together, it's more, this goes back to the point, it's more than just adding names. It's about that cohesiveness mm-hmm. and the understanding of the game. And those guys just don't have it yet. And hopefully they'll get it. We got to remember too, Von Miller, ain't Von Miller that's 25. Anymore. He's not, no, he's so not. He's not, he's not I saw the, same. It the other day. Yeah, I saw it the other day. And he also is playing on the right side instead of the left side. So, uh, you know, it's a little bit different, but they were still good enough to beat uh, Jacksonville who, is one of the worst teams in the league on and off the field. I'm here in Jacksonville and I cover the Jacksonville Jaguars with locked on Jaguars. Um, every, every single fan in this city hoped and wished that one of those college jobs that came open would have came calling for Urban Meyer and got him Man. out of Jacksonville. And, um, I've never seen in a, a matter of 10 months not even 10 months if you just go back to after the draft when they drafted trevor it's been six months i've never seen a quicker turnaround these people here new urban from florida Yep. these people here respected the fact that they went out and got somebody who uh, was supposed to be detail oriented and buttoned down and then you get trevor lawrence they followed trevor Lawrence's entire career this was at an all-time high and now this fan base is at an all-time low and The number one culprit for that is you can't blame. Normally the fans blame someone who used to be here. You can't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. You can't do it anymore. This is squarely on Urban Meyer. And he has been absolutely atrocious as a buttoned up leader. Let me, you're going to read that quote and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to let you read it because it's so shocking. And then I'm going to tell you why it's so ridiculous. Well, yeah, I just don't
0: understand. Just, I thought it was going to work. I thought it was going to work because the reason Nick Saban didn't work in the NFL and everyone talks about all this to me, it's because he didn't have a quarterback. And if Drew Brees ends up there, then everything changes in Miami and he didn't. And he, they picked Dante Culpepper cause Brees didn't have the, uh, didn't get cleared and everything. And, and so that's that. So I look at urban and I'm like, Oh, Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence, great situation comes in. Like, it just makes sense. People in Florida know him. Like it just made so much sense. So I thought it was going to work, and I look like a damn fool. And Jaguars fans, like you said, want him out of there. And it's like, so when he says, "What do you say?" I'm not in charge. It, when asked about James Robinson and in benching James Robinson, essentially, so he said he it, wasn't in charge of that. And, and so yeah, you, you, you can give some more detail, but like that alone, James Robinson is the best back on the roster.
1: He's the best Any, player on. The, he's the best player on the team, and. It, it, that's and, fair, too. And and it's, this started in the draft when they took Clifford 18 at number number
0: 18. Tra- Travis, uh, ATN Travis. ATN. ATN.
1: And people were like, what? And it didn't shock me because I, I know how college coaches think. They think that they think you can have two and three guys at the same position. Like, yeah, like, you know, most teams that recruit recruit two or three five star running backs. And mm-hmm. I, I knew a guy who came from college would choose a guy who he saw running up and down the field on everybody, and he thinks that that guy's going to – ATN was his Percy Harvin. So that's what he was going to do. He, he was his Percy Harvin. He was his Zeke. That's that's what he was going to get, right? So um, the team did lack explosiveness, and as good as James Robinson was last year, he's not He's not an explosive guy. He's just mm-hmm. the guy's going to get you six yards every time, right, which is okay by me, and he's always going to lean – if you hit him at the 19-yard line, he's going to lean and get 19-and-a-half. And you know in the NFL that that's that means a lot. So yep. he's never going backwards. If he's almost at the goal line and they rule him down, well, the replay looks back. Uh, he wasn't down. He put his hand down and he stretched over. He got a touchdown. So that's just the kind of dude he is, man. Undrafted free agent. Uh, we we Some of us have felt that he's tried to replace him from the very beginning. The kid fumbled for the first time in his life two weeks ago. They bench him for 20 plays, and he's already playing injured. Mm-hmm. Then he fumbles the first play from scrimmage the other day because Andrew Norwell misses a block and the GOAT, Aaron Donald of all people, comes in unblocked and hits the kid as soon as he touches the ball. Ball comes out, they give up the ball, they go down three nothing. Injury to insult, Jalen Ramsey is the one who scoops the ball and starts running with it, right? Trevor, Trevor tackles Jalen Ramsey. Looks like he's holding on his ankles a little bit too long. Jalen takes his head and slams it into the ground. So everybody's going all crazy. So James Robinson was out for another 16, 18 plays before he touched the ball again. Yep. Then Carlos Hyde, back backup, who was Urban's guy from Ohio State, fumble. Carlos Hyde goes right back into the game. <laughs> Yet uh, what happened was uh, on Monday, the, the local guys here, a couple of local guys here, Brent Martineau and Dan Hicken, two of the most I used to work with them. two of the most professional people in the business they do a live show and they had James Robinson out on 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 location and this kid that is as soft-spoken as Walter Payton ever was basically said yeah I feel like I got benched and I'm a little bit confused and I don't really get it and the fans went absolutely crazy because when you think a guy's going to tow the company line especially a guy like him and he didn't so now When Urban was asked about James Robinson, he says, well, he was a little. You remember I told you two weeks ago, it says Carlos Hyde had more juice in his legs. Well, this Mm -hmm. time they asked Urban, why did Carlos Hyde not be punished? He said, well, he wasn't really punished. James still battling some injuries. And, uh, you know, we we know it might be tough on him and maybe it had something to do. And Paraphrasing. Okay, if he's battling injuries, why did he go back into the game when they were down 37 to 7 and run the ball three times? Man. So, when asked about it last week, Urban said, I don't micromanage that. I leave it to the running backs coach, who's Bernie Parmalee. He says, but I'll find out about it because we definitely want James in the game at crunch time. You don't control who's in the game? The running
0: backs coach shouldn't have a say in that,
1: honestly. Watch, Watch this. That was last week. They asked him about it this week, and this is what he said. I don't micromanage that. I'm not in charge of that. I'm not in charge of it. Um, but I'll certainly we'll take a look at it, and I'll certainly, you know, in the future make sure I, I say, Hey, we need to we need to. look at what he says. Look, I'm not even lying. Urban Meyer says, I'm not in charge of it. Six words. What you, first of all, I don't give a, a sh- I don't a care leader, who
0: the running back's coach is, I don't care who any of them are. You are in charge of it. You, you are can't in charge pass it that
1: way, yeah. brother. You are when you took over this franchise as the he basically the CEO of the whole building, right? Yeah. He's got all of these coaches. He's got all of these nutrition. He's got all of this stuff. Urban Meyer has become the master of plausible deniability. I'm right. not in charge of it. I've never heard a great leader say I'm not in charge of it. If your kid goes to school and he takes a pocket knife out of your hunting bag or whatever, you can't tell a teacher I'm not in charge of it. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. Is, those are words, if I'm shy, kind. And everyone around here agrees with me. And I am. it's not about agreeing with me. I am echoing the sentiments of the people in Jacksonville. You better get rid of this fool as, as fast as you can when he says stuff like, I'm not in charge of it. Because yeah. you are in charge of nutrition. Since you tried to hire that fool from Iowa, you are in mm-hmm. charge of uh, what they serve uh, for lunch. You are in charge of who cuts the grass. You are in charge of everything that goes on with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And one of his mottos is own it. And you're not owning anything as a leader when you go, I'm not in charge of it. And he Mm -hmm. had some more stuff to say that, but I'm stopping right there because that in itself is an indictment and is to me a fireable offense. You're not in charge of it. I guess you weren't in charge of the plane that, that you didn't get on either. I'm not, you weren't in charge of the videos. You weren't in charge of the lie you told either. These are the things that's getting on on everybody's nerves around here to go back to what we said in that first uh, segment about how smart your team has to be and how they are nowhere near being anything like that. And they never will be with him as their head coach. Yeah, it's that's
0: crazy to me because he's used to being all hand hands on CEO. He's used to running all that. He did it at multiple places, multiple times and built winners and to, to pass the buck like that. I don't know what the hell he's thinking saying that and um one thing that i just thought of if he does make it to next year i think ezekiel elliott might get cut he's not the best running back on his team james robinson's in the doghouse
1: i'm just saying i'm not saying i'm just you. saying you ain't gotta tell me twice i i, and I, I like would not that. be
0: shocked at all if james robinson gets traded and ezekiel elliott comes in which by the way people will crush them if that's the case and they'll say we have travis Etienne. We have Ezekiel Elliott, and who knows, maybe Carlos Hyde's the third back or something. But that
1: wouldn't shock me. Wouldn't be surprised if they go make J.T. Barrett a backup quarterback either. Oh my god! They already tried to make Tebow a tight end. Yeah. Add that. Add, add, add that. Add that to it too. Go ahead, just—I mean—all of this stuff, man. They are never going to catch. They're never going to catch the elite of elite. We saw a guy run the ball three times last night and win a game because he knew he had to. We ain't catching nobody yeah. like that with him. Mm-hmm. I said yesterday yeah. on my local podcast, we wanted a sheriff and we wanted a marshal. The Jaguars thought they were getting Matt Dillon and the football gods sent us Festus. <laughs> <laughs> and if I thought young, it was going to work. No, if you're I too it. young to remember that, just go look up Gunsmoke and you'll understand exactly what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, I was too young to remember it, but I've watched enough Gunsmoke to, to get it. But uh, you mentioned nutrition there. And we're going to get to our week 14 power rankings in just a second. But the Jaguars need some Bilt Bars in their life. The number one protein bar on the planet. I'm serious. They must. I mean, Urban, you want to write the ship. You need to order a semi-truck full of Bilt Bars. And here's the best part about it, Urban, is you're going to save money doing it. You go to Bilt.com, use that promo code LOCK15, you're going to get 15% off. What is a Bilt Bar, you ask? It's the best protein bar on the planet. Imagine this. A candy bar covered in 100% chocolate. High in protein, low in sugar, low in calories, perfect midday, perfect post-workout, perfect for whatever you're looking for if you're looking for that healthy snack. So again, Urban, Jaguars, everybody, go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15, and you're going to get 15% off your order. So you can save a ton. You order a truckload, you're going to save a lot of money with that promo code. Again, LOCK15 at Built.com.
1: Segment three, power rankings time. We know who's not going to be at the top. So let's take a look at who is at the top. It is Arizona. They are back. They got their guys back on the field. Kyler Murray running up and down the field. Cost me my fantasy game, but that's okay. They are sitting pretty at 10 and 2. The team that's sitting behind them is the Packers and the Packers are 9 and 3. But you know what? The Packers are probably saying, we came in there and beat y'all on your home field without our second best player. Sounds pretty good to me. Rounded out with the Bucks, the Chiefs have somehow found some defense right in the middle of the season, coaching, and have come back to where they're rightfully supposed to be. And then the Patriots are sitting there at number five. James, I have absolutely zero problems with the top five teams. In fact, I think it's pretty damn accurate.
0: It is, except I would probably have the Patriots number four, believe it or not, mm-hmm. um, and have the Chiefs five. But that's okay. I mean, they're the two best teams as of right now in the AFC. No problem with the top three. Um, any of those teams can win the Super Bowl. And, and let's start with the Cardinals, because I don't think they're getting enough respect. They're legit, and Kyler's healthy, and they're they're still 10-2, and two despite kyler missing multiple games and and they obviously took their time with bringing him back i think they learned their lesson from last year playing through a nagging injury getting healthy they opted the the route of getting healthy and then this is where it gets interesting because you round out the top 10 rams cowboys colts ravens bills and i just want to ask you before we get to the the whole two-thirds of this power rankings how many of those teams rams cowboys colts ravens bills do you think has have a realistic chance of winning the super bowl realistic uh two what which ones
1: cowboys and rams and the reason why is cowboys. because Cowboys. oh my god no 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 see there you go with that foolishness every man. time no No, I'm just trying to tell you something, man. Listen to me, bro. I don't want to say it. Because I, you know, if I if I omit them and they do it, I don't want to come back here and ever say, go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. Let me tell you why, man. They get Randy Gregory back, right? All right. So here's this here's this wild thing about, about about stop it. Here's this thing. Some teams make runs because in a quirky way. There's two things you have to do. One thing offensively, you have to have the ability from a talent perspective to just get crazy and just score points. They can do it. Then you got to have a good quarterback. The other thing you have to have, even if you don't have a great defense, you got to be weird enough that sometimes you can create turnovers. Mm -hmm. They can create turnovers and make touchdowns. and, And they can rush the passer with Randy Gregory coming back and with DeMarcus now they can now put Michael Parsons back where he's supposed to be, and that'll help Leighton Vander Esch a little bit. So they they just talent wise, those guys I just mentioned plus Diggs, plus CD and Cooper and Pollard and Zeke and just from a talent perspective, like when they walk into the gym, they got a shot. That that's the only reason. Now McCarthy is a problem, but yeah. They whether they get if they get ahead of you, you and you're in trouble because they're going to pass rush you to death. And then there's, those dudes going to start jumping routes. If they get behind you, you're not safe because now they're wild and crazy. And they're desperate. That's okay. the reason not not because there's some buttoned down team because of what I just said. And, you know, I'm telling the truth. It's, it's, you it's, are it's, yeah, right.
0: You are. No, I, I don't, you know, discount that. I uh... the
1: Rams are almost the same thing. I, oh, <sighs> The Rams have no sand, they have no sand in their pocket on the defensive line. They're going to get run through. But you got Ramsey, you got Donald, you got uh Von, Von Miller, you got the other pair look, look, and then you got dudes like Odell, uh Cooper, you got Stafford who on any given day can throw it with anybody. So they're not buttoned down either. But the reason I included them is because of the same thing and i like their coaching more than i like dallas's coaching to
0: your point um so yeah that's part of it but that's the crazy part is so two teams from 6 through 10 uh i think the the top 5 teams could all make a run the super so what was there seven legit teams you know and then you could see like to me that you know in the, let's keep keep going with the power rankings like the chargers bengal's 11 12 the titans 13 washington 14 san francisco 15 Maybe you see them making a run. I don't see them being Super Bowl contenders. I know people are in on Cleveland. They check in at 16. I don't see them making a Super Bowl push after the injuries that they've dealt with, even if Baker does get healthy.
1: There's a few teams here I don't want to play. I don't want to play the Chargers because they can score some points, and then they can also rush the passer. I don't want to play the Bengals because they can score points uh, at different levels they're still a little young though um the titans if they happen to get healthy if they get receivers back and if derrick henry can make it back in the playoffs which i don't think he can Washington the football team that's a tough game but i don't want to play the 49ers if the 49ers are healthy i ain't got time to be dealing with that man all that misdirection and debo samuel all over the place and george kittle <laughs> that's you know it's just like these are the teams now that you hope to avoid if you you if you got a tough game the next round this ain't one of those. These aren't one of those teams you want to sit on a bye for two weeks. And now you got to deal with all of this foolishness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No,
0: yeah. I I totally gotcha. And, and then I think there's there's certainly a tear drop. Like after that, you have the Raiders who are really clinging on at 17. The Steelers 18. And yeah, they got they, they're coming off of a big win. But do you really buy them? They moved up three spots this week. The Eagles, the Broncos. And then, uh, so that rounds out the top 20. And then 21 through 32, you got the Dolphins. You got the Vikings at 22, New Orleans at 23, the Seahawks at 24, Carolina 25, Atlanta 26, the Giants 27, Bears 28, Jets 29, Lions 30th, your Jags 31st, the Texans 32nd. And uh, congratulations to the Lions. Not only are they out of the cellar, but they're ahead of two teams now after that big old win on sunday against the vikings which uh, mike zimmer that seat getting pretty hot
1: it is let me out of this back group yep let me tell you the team that benefits most from this being a 17 game season that's miami because at six and seven normally you'd have to win out to make the playoffs i'm not so sure they have to win out they might be able to go nine and eight and get in because uh even though there's a lot of teams in in that top 16 from the afc in fact i'll count them one two three four five six seven eight nine yeah there's nine teams there's some teams up there like the browns the browns are in a tough division they could lose a bunch of games down the stretch they're only a half a game ahead of the dolphins uh the titans they, they continue to be hurt the colts are surging uh the Bengals are in that same tough division, and they're two games ahead or, or a game and a half ahead of, of Miami, and then the Chargers. So for me, it's 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 just a matter of Miami just kind of hanging in there and continuing to play well. They won five straight games. They will benefit more than anybody from an extended season if they're able to creep into the back end of the playoffs in the wild card. And Of course, when they get there, they're going to get smashed. But still, <laughs> we, we, we were wondering who that team is going to be that's what I think it is. I think it's them. They're going to benefit more than anybody. And maybe Philly, it, if Gardner Minshew continues to do that, that whatever the stuff that he does.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, Gardner Minshew is a different topic. I don't know what the hell you guys were doing. Um, I don't know what a lot of teams are doing. Well he, was on
1: his, he, well, he was on his rookie contract. You shouldn't have traded him for uh, uh, six conditional fifth. You, you just no. And,
0: uh, well, well the, the thing is, is there should have been a market for him because he would be the best quarterback in Denver. He would be uh, potentially the best quarterback in Pittsburgh. I mean i mean there's a lot of teams like that that could have used him the browns um who would you rather have right i'm not saying you're off on baker but moving forward do you pay baker or do you go get a guy like gardner Minshew and let him compete you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. there are some teams washington football team even though heineke's playing pretty well um i you know i like Gardner a little bit you know a little bit so i uh, the giants why wouldn't the giants try uh to get him as a backup versus who they have? so yeah a lot of teams like that either way That uh, is the power rankings. And uh, Tony, well, looks like things are going to get worse before they get better in Jacksonville. We'll see. And then the team I cover, uh, we'll see if Jamar Chase is going to stop batting balls in the air and and catch up. Because if he does, the Bengals might have been higher in those power rankings. But uh, it's going to do it for today's show.
1: Yep. Make sure you check out the Locked On Beds podcast with your boy Q and Lee Sterling also. And make it your second Mm -hmm. listen of the day. Because I'm telling you, before you go to bed online, you listen to that show and then you go And it's going to work out a lot better for you. So make sure you find that, listen to it, and subscribe to that great podcast. James, take care, man. And we'll tell the folks, take care of each other, as we always do. And make sure you tune in to Locked On NFL tomorrow, of course. The guys will be here to bring you a great show. And Locked On Bengals and Locked On Jaguars.